get feedback on every aspect of your iOS and Android app. Split test icons, screenshots and more with GummyCube. This is relevant for pre-launch apps and also live apps. And you can learn more about GummyCube's focus group service by going to www.gummycube.com. That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E, gummycube.com. And thank you very much to GummyCube for sponsoring this show. Let me thank my sponsor, AppPress. Now, AppPress enables you to build apps code-free, and you can get those on the App Store pretty quickly. AppPress empowers you to create the apps that you want in real time. It's a design tool that lets you see the work immediately as you're working on it. You're not bound by any rigid templates that only constrict the creation process. So design freely, knowing that your app's gonna look perfect on any device. To go and see it in action, go to www.app-press.com forward slash short demo that's app hyphen press.com forward slash short demo all lowercase and thank you very much to app press for supporting the show hi i'm andre kazakov co-founder at AppScotch, and you're listening to app guy podcast the app guy podcast straight from your host paul the app guy sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment and now, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host. It's Paul Kemp. Uh, now, this podcast is really interesting sometimes. I've loved the journey that this podcast has taken me on. We're on episode 320, and I've hit a milestone. This is something I've never done before. I have the father, the dad, of another guest who has, has been on, and uh, it's Dylan Sergiovanni. Uh, he was on... Uh, episode uh, 215, if you want to go back. In fact, I think you should go back and listen to that right now before you listen to his dad, and then you can figure out which episode is better. <laughs> so it puts pressure <laughs> puts pressure on her. Uh, let me introduce Richard, Richard Sogiovanni, the father of uh, Dylan. He is an experienced cartoonist and writer, and his latest project is a TV show called The Grimms, and we're going to learn a lot about what it means to be a creative, be almost like an entrepreneur, and whether it's something that runs in the family and, and stuff. So, Richard, welcome to the App Guy podcast. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for having me. I'm uh, really excited and uh, happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're going to talk about, um, you know, what you're up to with all your projects. But first of all, uh, you know, you've got a very entrepreneurial son. It, is it something that runs in the, the family? I mean, you know, was it by accident? Um, it, well, it wasn't on purpose. I think that um, all three of my kids, uh, and it seemed to come out with Dylan the most, um, saw me with my uh, my passions and my excitement of projects and, and, and other things that I did as they were very young children. Uh, and, and as they grew, uh, they followed my journey and had fun with me doing uh some of the things that I was attempting to doing in the creative arts and saw the uh, successes and saw the disappointments and saw that I kept going and going and going and really haven't stopped because I, you know, this is what I'm here to do, just, you know, to do these types of things. So I think it sunk in with all of them, but especially with Dylan and it came out in different ways. So, uh, but it was not done on purpose. I didn't give them classes on this is how you have to <laughs> live your life. So, but, uh, but um, I, I think it, I think it happened uh, by just, uh, you know, what they saw. See, I, I think this is really inspiring because we do have listeners to this show who have kids and they think that they're being a little bit mad because they've 
but almost given up some of them are corporate jobs uh, to follow a passion for entrepreneurialism and you know startups and creative arts and all this sort of stuff and and yet what you're giving us inspiration for is that we do influence our children if they see the passion that we have and we have a slightly different kind of attitude towards work in a way then maybe that rubs off if that's what you're saying i i, I certainly think so you know um dylan's generation is is another generation than mine but you know the core values of if you have that entrepreneurial thing in you and if it's if you're a, a scientist a you know a writer or a tech a technology uh buffer or person that does the things that are going on in the world today um it, it's all the same i i think that you know um Dylan really picked up on it and he saw the things that I was doing and the creative arts and he applied it to his world and today's world. And um, it's, it's, you know, quite good. I'm very happy with it, you know, because I think you live this life once and you should do exactly what you want to do. And I kind of, you know, I, I played um, both, both lives, you know, prior to being married and having children with uh, passions and then how I had to adjust it as I was uh, a father raising a family, but did not stop on the things I did. And now my kids are grown and I am coming back with a vengeance to do a new project um, because my hands aren't tired as much as they are when you have younger children. But, uh, you know, the passion and drive never, never stopped. Yeah, well, Just, I, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that, you know, the fact that it gets easier when they're older, because at the moment I've got two five-year-olds, and, yeah, sometimes it can be quite challenging to get anything done. It is. Uh, it so. is, and you'll blink, and you'll blink, and they'll be, you know, 25. So um, that that's the scary thing. The good thing is I don't feel any different than I, I um, uh, was when I was 21, when I was playing music and had different passions and interests. I mean, I was always an artist. Uh, so you keep yourself healthy and you keep your mind young and um, the, the number of your age doesn't really matter, I believe. So, so you've got, Richard, a lot of uh, projects you've been involved with over the years, but let's talk about your latest one then. Uh, you are, I mean, you're, you, you know, in terms of your LinkedIn profile, it says experienced cartoonist and writer and you have created a TV show uh, called The Grimps. So perhaps we can talk about that. Oh, yeah. Well, The Grimps is a, uh, a kid's animated rock and roll, I call it, TV show. Ironically, um, when I decided to start a new project, I went back on what did I want to do, and I decided to uh, combine um, my two passions, which were music, because I'm also a musician, and, um, and storytelling and cartooning. And I developed this idea uh, for The Grimps, which is a musical animated project. And um, it's it's doing quite well uh, in in our process right now. Yeah, and and so you are you, you've actually gone ahead and funded the whole project, and then what you do is you sell that on to license it and, and distribute it through what the mainstream kind of network channels and stuff. Well, yeah, actually, what what's happened from behind the scenes, or it's still kind of behind the scenes because we're at a crucial point of pitching and sale right now is that i i started as i said to d develop i wanted to do something with rock and roll and cartoons and storytelling and i developed this idea um and developed the characters and designed the characters and wrote the personalities and somewhat it's a tribute to rock and roll and it incorporates uh, original music and um i have recently partnered 
with um, Tony Bon Jovi, who has a quite a reputation as far as a record producer, and another gentleman called Ron Alexenberg, who was president of CBS Records. And um, I funded this whole thing myself, and um, it made some uh, videos, some uh, recording demos, and at the point right now of uh, pitching to, for music distribution and um, you know a, a television network or uh, going to development for animation because animation is such an expensive project. So yeah, I've uh, put a lot of money besides hard work and passion and thought into this um, over the past four years to get to the point where I am. But right now we're at uh, a point that uh, we should be able to make a sale and, you know, basically bring it to the world. So I'm going to try and link this to the audience, which are app entrepreneurs, because one of the things that we do, Richard, is that we end up spending our own money to build our passion projects. Mm -hmm. And we'd love to learn from you things to look out for, uh, things that you've learned uh, in terms of spending your own money, uh, because, you know, obviously it's a risky road and we'd love to kind of get any tips from you that would help us save uh, some heartache at the end? Sure. Well, I, I'll certainly hope I can um, give some tips that'll work. You know, not everything that I did uh, as I look back on it um, was, you know, a complete um, perfect uh, world in my the way I laid out the plan. I, You know, I look back on certain things and I spent and developed a few things that maybe not might not have been necessary at the time. I'm overzealous in in the way um, I go ahead and produce a project because I have a vision of what the end result is. But what I've done in my investments and how I look back on all the things that I've done and what materials I have now is I, I realize that, it, you know, in my world of what the project that I'm developing, and that'll be quite different to the people who develop apps, there are certain things that you know you need to get to your step where you can present it properly so it's understood and get to the next level. Um, we do not have deep pockets to produce everything and all our ideas in the, the best possible way that it could be shown or the way you want it to be shown. But we certainly have enough knowledge to know that we can develop it to a certain point that whoever we're presenting it to will understand it and get it to be able to then, you know, get some extra funding for it and um, to be able to, you know, bring it to the masses. In my case, um, I made a couple of videos I uh, could not afford anim full animation, which is extremely expensive in today's world. So I made a couple of animatics, which is to most people, if they don't know the difference in the word, it's just a limited amount of uh, shots and, and uh, f perfect flow in animation, but enough to bring them alive. Um, did not record a full album of original music, recorded four songs, but recorded a theme song and three songs to represent, um, you know, what the original music and the, and the project will be like. And then I, you know, I, I used my own talents to design the characters and, and do all the illustrations and do the writing to make a, uh, 
presentation book that gives a, a person at a television network, for instance, or a Netflix or Amazon, enough of an idea of what the show will be about, who the characters are. So just enough to bring it to that level. Um, the people who develop apps and things like that and what I've seen Dylan has done, uh, my suggestion would be do the same. If it's all coming out of your pocket, you want to develop and bring it to a point where you can just get the idea uh, understood so you could then go to the next level or bring in a partner or get funding to go, you know, to do everything you need to do with it. Yeah, Richard, I would say that that actually is one of the biggest dangers of uh, being an entrepreneur is sometimes we become obsessed with perfection and just trying to do everything to, to the best we can. Uh, and that means throwing more money to, to try and build new features or create better videos. Uh, and ultimately, what, what I'm learning from you here is that, that uh, you need to get it just to a, a, like a, a standard, but a minimum standard that could be good enough to uh, help someone realize their, their vision. Sure. Vision. If, if, money, if, if money is... A concern, absolutely. And as long as you can get the idea out. I had to wear two hats in my project. I was luckily enough, you know, in those years that I mentioned before where I had young kids and uh, I couldn't run run, uh, run uh, away like uh, to play with the circus and all of that. I had to, I worked as a uh, advertising and marketing director. So for, for many years, I knew what it was like to stick to a budget or get things done uh, in, in crunch time. So I was able to split my brain between being the businessman and being the artist. But yeah, when the artist took over, you know, he wanted perfection and, and, and you know, perfection is co very costly. So, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a hard thing uh, to uh, swallow. And if you have a, a partner, you know, hopefully your partner and, and mine, mine is and was, uh, was very supportive of what I did, which makes it a heck of a lot easier because yeah. uh, if you have to, uh, you know, have that uh, as tension in, uh, in between trying to, you know, create, uh, it's almost impossible, but I was very fortunate in that, that respect. Yeah, I have the same and it makes a massive difference. Definitely can agree with you there. I also, you mentioned about a pitch presentation and, and another big challenge for the apps to try listening to this is developing a pitch. Any tips for us on, on what you're doing there? Well, uh, my project is based upon, you know, obviously uh, we'll call it television and what today's world of television is and, and music um, and, and going to be animation. Luckily enough, I was able to, you know, I developed and designed all the characters. And so that all comes out of my hand and we colorize it, um, you know, in the computer. Uh, make it be known that be, when I started my career as an artist, computers were not in the world. So, you know, after I got out of <laughs> art school, that was the bizarre You're thing. showing up your age, Richard. Well, you know, it's the truth. But you know what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter because... Um, well, you know what? One of my idols, and I was lucky enough to meet him and get off my bucket lifts, is Stan Lee. And Stan is 94 years old, man, and he is still going, and he's still creating, and he, and he brought Marvel to a, to a level that is bigger than it ever was 40 years ago. So I don't believe age means anything. But what I did is I had to change with the times. I mean, I was who I was. I was a, you know, a, an art school student and, and a rock and roll musician and um, got out of art school and learned everything in the traditional way. And then, boom, computers came out and the world changed, and I had to, you know, get on board that way and um 
you know, so to still to today, I use a little bit of the traditional world and, of course, today's technology. And all artwork is still done by hand and scanned in. But all the coloring and all of that is done, you know, actually, you know, on the computer. So I developed all the characters and I, I made a nice presentation book with since it's animation and I can't. Is that a physical? I mean, because honestly, I'm really out of my depth here and I don't know what like a TV a company would receive to then make a decision on whether to invest in you or not. Well, Are you saying that it's a, like a physical presentation pack with paper and stuff? Well, part of it is, but a part of it is, is video. Um, we have a, uh, what we call a still to this day is part of a standard pitch in television animation, Simpsons, Family Guy, all, you know, stuff on Nickelodeon. It, it's pitched in a, basically a one sheet, um, or a three or four page booklet that just explains, you know, here are the characters, here's the premise of the show, here's the personality of the characters, a couple of uh, synopsis of storylines, and that's how uh, television animation was always presented, and it still is today, unless a person has, you know, uh, an unlimited budget where they can make a very sophisticated trailer, um, you know, animated trailer. Please tell me you do not you do not go in with a VHS tape. No, no, <laughs> they they do not exist anymore. Uh, have it, have it. Okay. It's all it's all presented now. All, so part of our presentation was done in that form. Um, basically, you know, uh, describing the show and the characters and all of that. This the Grimps is a uh, musical. It's about a a, a group um, that is. Uh, cursed by a wizard and turned into these little gremlins in the daytime and they turn back to humans at night to become a pop sensation in rock and roll. Um, and part of the premise of the show is to present in every episode an original song that promotes positive messages. So based upon three or four stories that I had written, we wrote three or four songs that would accompany the episode and went into the recording studio like they still do today and recorded three original four original um songs that are going to be based upon the grimps uh, uh so we have our music presentation there and then we made a little uh, uh animatic video combining the characters and the um the artwork and uh the songs together so this uh, small little package in 10 minutes will give a an executive uh, enough of an idea to say, hey, I like this or I don't like this. Let's develop it and then go into, you know, regular development like any television show or movie. So, Richard, I mean, it, you're so interesting to talk to. And I like I, I know that over the years you must have had some real frustrations uh, with presenting like your ideas to the powerful gatekeepers wherever they are and, and we know that they're changing but with apps they tend we we are having these new gatekeepers uh, apple for example mm -hmm. and uh and so and journalists particular journalists it's sometimes really hard to uh get through to uh, what's it like then trying to get into these like closed networks and trying to get access to these very influential people that can make a decision to make or break your project? Well, yeah, over the, I, I have to say, uh, today's world has actually in some ways made it easier um, than it was uh, 15 years ago or 20 years ago. Because of social media and things like that, uh, it was unbelievable, but the people that I was able to 
reach and get through to or or research to find out you know who is the gatekeeper at nickelodeon today who is the gatekeeper at dreamworks um who is this at this uh music company and to be able to get through to them um it has been today's technology world and so like i said social media and all that has made it a lot easier and a lot better than it was 20 years ago but then again the amount of uh outlets that are are tremendous i mean and it's good and bad uh in that respect because um it just it just becomes a point where um they are bombarded by so much stuff as well um that sometimes you can't break through so it's perseverance um I have been fortunate enough because of my uh, background in marketing to be able to break through and uh, be able to find some uh, very, very decent contacts. And, um, you know, we're in talks now that things are starting to, you know, percolate, if I can use the right word, and getting some interest. So, um, but it, in the past, it, it, it was very frustrating. And I believe in any kind of entrepreneurial type of business or world, it, it, it's really thick skin and um, being dedicated. And when you think you're at your lowest point, just take a breather and then come back and take a big breath and start again. And uh, I've lived my life that way. And that's why I'm still doing it now. A lot of people would have given up a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we, you could, as you say, you can go along till ninety four, even oh, yeah. older. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm sure there's like another thirty, forty years there to go. So, so I have a highly relevant sponsor for the show. It's called Gummy Cube. That's G U M M I C U B E dot com. Gummy Cube, and they are the world's best experts when it comes to app store optimization. Uh, what they can do is help you answer these questions. What are the best keywords to target for your app? What's the best name for your app? What's the best description? You see, Apple and Google use those details to rank your app. So you need to be thinking about them. You need to be A, B, A, B split testing them and, and just doing a lot of work with App Store optimization. So to take the headache away from you, just go and use the world's best experts in app store optimization that's gummy cube so i want to thank gummy cube for being an awesome sponsor and just remind you that you can go to www.gummycube.com and go and check out what they can do for you thanks very much for supporting the show this episode is brought to you by AppPress. AppPress enables you to build, edit, and update native mobile apps code-free. Now, don't take my word for it. Why don't you listen to a message from Tyson Kelly, who is the creator of The Best Caesar. It's a, an app that's gained a lot of traction, and he used AppPress to uh, build his app. And I actually interviewed him for episode uh, 291. Uh, but here's a little extract from that interview. So Tyson, you built your app with AppPress. Tell me what you think. Couldn't do it without those guys. Great team, amazing, amazing, amazing team. I really can't speak highly enough of them. Grant is a, is a, is a passionate guy with what he's doing. And really, they, they have allowed me to, to share my story and, and many others. And, and they are a tremendous resource and, and um, supportive company. So I highly recommend anybody check them out. I would say their service, it can't do everything. And that's a good thing. You know, focus is a really important part of, of app creation. But what it does, it does really well. And it allowed me 
to create exactly what I wanted out of this. And and um, those guys are continually improving everything. So huge kudos to App Press. So go to www.app-press.com. Go and check out their features. And thank you very much to App Press for supporting this show. Richard, we have uh, two more things to do before I say goodbye to Certainly. you then. And one is that we have uh, some uh, the, of the people listening to this show that we call them the apps to tribe. They uh, tend to uh, uh, seek ideas. You know, they, they're struggling to think of something. And and so I ask my guests if you have uh, any uh, ideas. Now, we can do this two ways. One is I can just ask you outright, do you have like any ideas to uh, for apps? But I'm guessing <laughs> like you, you may not. So... Uh, I'm wondering if uh, you have any particular pain points or frustrations in what you're doing with your project right now uh, that we could then start to flesh out an idea for a new app that we could help to solve those. Well, do I have any ideas for the app now? I've actually put that in Dylan's hands. (laughs) So I'm still going to have fun in just, you know, writing this and and creating the characters and all of that. And uh, so um, Dylan and I have actually have spoken about uh, apps and games um, that would apply to this project and these characters. And um, we haven't got okay maybe we could explore that then because uh you know you're you're doing um uh, like a tv show well it is children's entertainment basically so there's a lot of a lot of legs and possibilities there and and so you know uh i'm guessing like um nowadays there are a lot of overlaps uh with what we see on tv and then the apps coming out Uh, and you mentioned marvel as well and they're obviously great at producing apps that that coincide with film releases and so one idea could be to take something that um, you could get licensing for and, and, and ask if you can build an app for it and, uh, well, you know, take something on, on TV or, or, and then build, build a corresponding app that would be just a fun engagement. Oh, absolutely. Thing. I mean, the, um, the licensing possibilities with this project is endless. Um, you know, the things that are going on out there right now, there are, are so many applications for it. Uh, I've been really, really focusing, you know, on the past year or so, finishing the development of it. And now the most crucial part is the sale. All of the thing and all the other things that I know that can come from it are definitely there and we're going to explore. And uh, seriously, I have spoken to Dylan about it, but I'm at the point that I have to put my focus on the sale right now. And I haven't gone beyond that thought at the moment. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about like, so anyone who's listening to this who's struggling for an idea, I mean, one one thing that almost springs to mind is that I saw a presentation uh, for a Tim Burton film that's a while ago now, uh, something about uh, The Wizard of Oz or Oz the Powerful, and they had an app where you could take pictures of yourself and then you would become a munchkin <laughs> in a YouTube video. And and so, like, it's just a fun sort of app that would run alongside the film. Well, there's certainly, like, possibilities. You just gave me an idea. Well, you know, in the characters of the Grimps, like, like I mentioned, the, they every day they turn from these little um, hideous little uh, trolls back into humans. So there's a transformation that happens every day to them. And I, th- I can picture, you know, having fun with doing things like that with an app 
as uh, and it, with uh, with music and songwriting and uh, building a song and there, there, there's a lot of things I think that come from it. Your audience obviously would be more suited and and, and someone like Dylan to uh, be able to give me ideas and develop on things like that. But yeah, I think that there's a, a it's endless where it can go. Yeah, that's great. Well, loads of ideas. So the last, um, oh, the last thing is, uh, and I'm not sure if this, if you're the right person to ask Probably this. Not. But I always ask the guests if you have. <laughs> uh, yeah. Given the, the given the challenge we had setting this up, but uh, you do have an iPhone, and I wondered if you do actually use apps. If you do, maybe uh, you could let us know what what your f- favorite. Uh, app sorry, is. no, I do not use apps at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Actually, there you go. There's another milestone. Really. I think you're the, probably the first guest to ever uh, come onto the App Guy podcast and, and not use apps. So, uh, although maybe there's one or two more, but yeah, yeah they're, they're, <laughs> they're closet people. They want to admit to it, but yeah, if you're if you're over forty, you're not using it. <laughs> well, not everyone, but. <laughs> yeah. uh, Richard, this has been a lot Same of fun, time. and uh, you know, I'm I'm sure. Like, again, it's very inspirational talking to you. You're such a creative, you know, listening to you go through your project. Uh, I'm going to put show notes for anyone listening. Uh, they can go to uh, episode 320 uh, at this website. It's theappguy.co, theappguy.co. Look for Richard Sergiovanni and you'll see links to him and the things that we're talking about. But Richard, if someone is really inspired by your story and wants to connect with you, what is the best way of getting in touch? Uh, we um, we have a page on Facebook. Uh, go to the Grimps. Uh, you can contact us there or uh, thegrimps.com. And we're also on Twitter at the Grimps, G-R-I-M-P-S. And you can find us in any of those locations for the moment. You know, and I'm thrilled because I feel like I've just got an interview with someone who is going on to produce... Uh, the follow-up to The Simpsons, given that that must be coming to an end by now. And uh, this could be the next uh, Simpsons, hey? If I find the third of the success they had, it would be extremely uh, delighted. The, the is Simpsons is still on? going I'm on. Not, it's the I longest mean, run in, uh, tw- over 25 I, years now, longest run in, um, not just animated show, but I think possibly um, series. Um, you know, the characters don't, don't grow old. They don't go into basically, uh, you know, uh, salary nego- negotiations, except for, I guess, the voiceover guys. But the show is still still going, still going strong. And it's, um, you know, it was really the beginning, to me, uh, a complete change of what animation always was before, which was always for children. That really begun animation um, for adults. Uh, the Grimps is more for family, uh, three-generation families. We have, because of our Facebook, we're finding followers and fans from 7 to 70 years old, and I think it's because of the classic rock uh, synergy there. Uh, but The Simpsons really is an exceptional rule and a phenomenal success uh, and very, very creative and innovative at its time. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Well, uh, Richard, thank you so much for thank coming you. on the App Guy podcast. Uh, all, all the best with the project and uh, I'll, okay I'll thank you Paul you it's now. been a pleasure this episode was brought to you by Gummy Cube just go to G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E dot com and go check out their app store optimization service and if you're using web data to optimize your app you're doing it wrong you need to be looking at mobile data they have a full analytics package where you can uh, get mobile data it's very different from app data people do different stuff on search compared to uh 
mobile apps and so go to gummycube.com check them out thanks very much for supporting this show just to remind you this show is supported by app press and app press enables you to build apps code free and you can deploy those apps instantly and app press empowers you to create your apps the way you want to it has a real-time design tool that lets you see your work immediately and you're not bound by any rigid templates you can just build the, the app that you're actually thinking of so go and check out the short demo video uh, it's www.app-press.com uh, the video is app-press.com forward slash short demo and thank you very much to app press for supporting the show so we're at the end of another episode and of course what that means now uh, is to read out a load of uh, reviews five-star reviews uh, that you've left me on the apple default podcasting app or the itunes uh, this obviously helps out massively in terms of my chart position and also just inspires me so if uh, you want please do leave me a review and uh, it will be read out in a future episode but for now 30th of april 2015 is where i'm at and i've got a wonderful five-star review from jeremy malouf uh, from the US, one of my favorite podcasts ever. Well, that is wonderful, Jeremy. Uh, although I wouldn't describe myself as someone who listens to podcasts, uh, my go-to audio content is this podcast. The amount of in-depth content in this podcast is mind-blowing, and it has definitely influenced me as an app developer. If you haven't listened to it yet, I definitely recommend it. Jeremy, thank you so much. That's the 30th of April. Aptastic UK, Johnny x mac uh, you know i have uh, been in touch with johnny uh, through uh, twitter and linkedin uh, terrific guy aptastic if you develop apps then you should be listening to the show for great insight johnny thank you so much honestly johnny i really appreciate that coyus funky spice 786 uh, excellent podcast by a great man thank you funky spice 786 3rd of May 2015 Peter Pettigrew a unique podcast one of its kind this podcast is a must listen to resource for anyone wanting to be an app entrepreneur Paul is a terrific host well done Peter I really appreciate your words of encouragement there Sweden uh, I have actually had a number of guests from Sweden and I think it's really an entrepreneurial country that's uh, doing some amazing stuff uh, now I'm going to completely uh, mess up the, the name here uh, Egenvad Information awesome great podcast thank you short and sweet but nonetheless uh, 13th of May 2015 five stars from Carol Watson Todd inspirational talk thanks uh, great UK uh, AJR 770408 uh, from the UK top ideas pod great podcast for new business ideas so there you go. I've made it up to the 13th of May, 2015. And uh, I will continue reading out. I guess there's probably just one more left now. And so, uh, I, well, I'll read out the next in the next episode. Thanks very much for listening. And uh, stay tuned for another episode of the App Guy podcast.